What's going on, El Paso? You're listening to the Coldest Zone Podcast, Season 3, with your hosts, Ed Stansberry and Jason Flores. We're talking about all the top players, teams, and coaches in the Sun City. Yeah, you think you know, but you have no idea. Don't miss out on the behind-the-scenes talk of who's dominating on Friday Night Lights. Download the Coldest Zone Podcast on your favorite podcast application. Gia! Come on. Original, they never will be. Controversial. So just lay back and relax. Let's hit this. There's There's something in your eyes, babe. It's telling me you want me, baby. Tonight is your night. Yeah. Cause you don't have to ask for nothing. I'll give you everything you need. Taking it back a little bit. There is something that I want from you right now. Yeah. You can't go wrong with some R. Kelly. I don't care what he did. You opened a whole bag of worms with that one, J Flo. You put me in charge of this bad boy. I'ma play what I wow. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Let's go to the mall, babe. I'll pick you up around the waves. Welcome everybody. You're welcome. You're welcome. And they're like, why are they playing them? Yeah, but why are you singing along, my dog? They singing along out there. To me. Alright, alright. Everybody hey. upset. Hey, I was the slow dance king <laughs> back in the day, dog. Dog, damn, I wish we were YouTube, dog. I could show everybody your slow dance moves, my dog. <laughs> it's like you were hitchhiking. I'll tell you what, I was the only <laughs> one in a suit back in the them King Senyetta days, dog. Why did you wear a purple suit to Mustang Sally's? Uh, that's just my style, dog. You know, I like to oh. dress up, man. You know, I like uh, my suit. You was rocking a, a really bright purple suit, my dog. Uh, please forgive J Flow. Direct any anger. Hit up his DMs. I had nothing to do with that song. As much as I love R. Kelly. Uh, and let's talk about this real quick, Jay. Okay. Uh, we'll welcome everybody in here in a second, but. Man, we grew up on them R. Kelly jams. Yeah. My really? man, my man been locked up. He's going to be locked up for a long, long time. Yeah. Can you separate the artist and the person that's in prison? <laughs> Did you because just... he's in prison, do you have to stop listening and yes, liking his music? 
Oh, didn't you just hear what I just played? So there's my answer, my guy. Listen, I it's don't tough. agree. You're going to catch a lot of heat for this one. I'm it, telling you this right now. J Flores 9526. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Mm. Where? <laughs> my TikTok ain't as active as yours, man. But hey, anyway, man. Uh, let, let me welcome everybody. Welcome everybody. This is episode J. What episode is this? It's episode three. Episode three. Season three of the Coldest Zone. It's your yep. boy Ed Stansberry and J Flow. And we have been busy, my guy. Man, super busy, dude. Just getting in, and we'll talk about it here in a second. Uh, uh, from the third annual El Paso Strong event put on by Prep One, uh, we'll get into that, man, because we talked to a lot of the players out there. Uh, but uh, even before that, earlier this week, Jay, uh, we made the announcement. We broke it even before Colin and Sam. Like we said, uh, you got called up, my guy. Uh, nine overtime, um, newest member, and yeah. uh, we had our promos. We, we did our commercial How shoot. How fun was that, dude? Headshots. What, what did you think? This is, so, yeah. Yeah, what did you think? Give me your, your first impression, because you've never been to one of those. Um, yeah. Tell me tell me what uh, what was going on uh, through what, were you, what you were thinking. So, I was thinking we were going to go into something that was, you know, something similar to, like, when you take pictures for, like, a football team, you know, go get a headshot. Like a standard photo yeah, shoot. Yeah, very standard. Yeah. Dude. We walked up into this bad boy. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Hey. Okay. Live camera action. Uh, Catch a boy, Jay Flow, and he stands. Yo, we had such a... I had such hey, a let me tell you. So, dog. let me tell you. I've, I've done this now for eight years, and... There was just a little bit more uh, going on, going into uh, this promo shoot, man. And uh, Colin Deaver and, and the whole crew, Aaron, uh, they all did a tremendous job getting us together. Uh, we we shot a, a special that's going to air on Studio 9 later yeah. on the in August, uh, right before the season, talking about predictions, talking about some of these yeah. top players, uh, stuff that we've already been covering here on the podcast, here on the coldest zone but uh man we've never done that before so really? they are the, this is nine overtime is definitely going to be reloaded uh and uh as it should dog because i'm yeah. so excited to have you up there colin's hyped sam is hyped up we got andy morgan back you know Andy's yeah. on the anchor desk with natasia killing it and uh he is still going to be on the team he's going to be designated to our game of the week so he will shoot those games he'll interview uh the coat the winning coach yeah. at the end of the game so he's still going to be involved man yo hey <laughs> it was fun we're gonna dude. miss coach man but this is the 9-0-T reloaded and it's gonna be a great season Ed, Coach does a lot for this city, man. No he, doubt. He, and he continues to do a lot for this city, and it was great seeing him today. But, um, man, we are going to have a lot of fun. It's just like you said, Colin set that whole thing up, man. It was cool. That whole crew out there, mm -hmm. behind the scenes, dog, got to be the best crew in town, dog. Yeah. They they're, are. They're really good. Yeah, they're on uh, top of everything. Uh, I liked, uh, but, but I mean, could you see, you know, like sometimes it takes four five, six times to, uh, shoot something right before you get the one that's just right, bro. We went in there me and you, we did our thing, man. It was like one, two, we were done. Let's go. Let's move on. Dude, dog, we walked in and they said, uh, Ed and Jay, go ahead and go in the studio. Let's go ahead and get this started. Boom. Right off the and bat. And I'm like, 
damn, like we're gonna do like some promos. Like we're do- <laughs> we're doing commercials, bro. Hey, those promos are gonna sound a lot like the coldest song. <laughs> I tell you what, it just came natural for us, dude. It was, uh, fun. but it's it's our chemistry, dog. Yeah, you know, we're sure. so comfortable. We vibe off each other. Um, you know, and and uh, you know when you've known each other, we've known each other forever, man. Yeah. And we just got that. Uh, we just got that chemistry. <laughs> They're like, uh, Jason, just go right after it. I'm like. Uh, I think I know when I'm going to go. Let's go ahead. <laughs> nah, man. I, no, but it's true. Honestly, it was, it was fun. fun. Um, again, man, I'm so thankful, so blessed, man. It's so cool, uh, you know, for me to be on TV. It's like, for me, it's cool. But yeah. like, I'm a grown man. I got a job, but it's great for my kids, dude. Yeah. You know, Jonas, Roman, they're all hyped up. You know, dad's on TV. Um, I kind of tell my wife a little bit. I said, like, now you be with somebody a little famous. And mm. She's like, why don't you just be quiet? Like, you got two celebrities in the family now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of Colin, did you see his uh, tweets this week about, uh, well, actually, it was a story they did. Uh, UTEP's, uh, UTEP football is, is back, uh, you know, training, getting ready for a training camp and they were doing their conditioning test. Oh, I did the 300 yard <laughs> shuttle. My dog. And my dog CD said, I ain't going to just shoot this. I'm going to actually yeah. partake and run it. And I dog, I tell you, and I told you this off mic dog, mm-hmm. that 300 yard shuttle is the hardest conditioning test there is harder than hundreds harder than hundreds why so for for those people out there that don't know what the 300 yard shuttle is okay it's six trips 50 yards at a time so 50 back 50 back 50 back six times 300 yards right right and usually they break it up by position uh skill guys have to make it in a certain time maybe Mm -hmm. you know like db's wide receiver maybe 52 running backs linebackers 54 uh you know all the other guys like 58 maybe old lineman 60 you know Right, right right uh utep had to do two in their conditioning test and i'm telling you it is a bear you get two minutes rest in between and then you're back on the line going right mm-hmm. well at ucla we had to do three so that much of a difference oh my god so two. the first one the first one's not bad the first one is not bad right? right that lactic acid really doesn't set in that second one about 150 yards in mm-hmm. that lactic acid is strong Mm. Feel that it kind of feels like you're carrying the fridge. So these UTEP guys, they kind of got it easy, right? They only got two. UCLA back in the day, we had three, my guy. And uh it was tough. But yo, <laughs> getting back to Colin, my man went out there and did the damn he thing. Passed. He passed it. He went out way too fast <laughs> on that first that one. one. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. so he struggled on that second, but his average time, and usually the, the strength coaches will take the average time, and if it's under what you needed, mm-hmm. you pass, right? Mm. Man, hey, at UCLA, if you didn't pass that test, you had to run that conditioning test every day. You weren't allowed, you didn't get issued any gear. You weren't at practice. Damn. You were out there running that test until you passed. And mm. uh, man, yo, that is no doubt. I've run hundreds, 1600s. I've run 1840s timed uh, for conditioning test. The 300 yard shuttle by far, 
is the Damn. hardest test out there. Can't compare, huh? Mm-mm. No. So shout out to Colin Deaver, man. <laughs> hey, yeah. that shout dude. Out, there, ain't, there ain't no other sports directors running three hundred yard shuttles. I'll tell you that. Maybe in America. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to CD, man. Yeah. All right. Well, good deal, man. Hey, uh, again, nine overtime. Super awesome. Thanks so much for uh, KTSM for having us out there. I can't wait to see the commercials, dude. I, I think that's what I'm gonna be really hyped about, man. Yeah. We had such a good time doing it, too. and it's good to see everybody. You know, because we go this whole off season and we don't see, you know, so many people, Preston, Arthur, all these guys that are behind the scene. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we go six, seven, eight months without seeing them. And then, uh, you know, this Tuesday doing that promo shoot, we got to catch up with everybody. And uh, so it, it'll be a fun uh, season uh, over yeah. at KTSM uh, covering all these players. All these teams, all these coaches here in the Sun City. But speaking of all them, man, we just got back from El Paso High, dude. Fresh. Just walked in the door. El Paso Strong. This is their third event mm-hmm. out there at El Paso High. What a great, great venue. Dude, it's like that stadium does not. Dude, I can look at that and go there almost every day, dude. I told uh, I told the El Paso High players, I said, man, you guys understand how lucky you are to have this as your home stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the one of the best stadiums in the United States. Uh, year after year, it seems like it gets voted. Um, what a cool venue! Uh, shout out to Jesse Tovar and Prep One. Uh, yeah, Jay, this was uh, the third year that uh, that we've done this, uh, honoring and remembering. Uh, the 23 victims and their families in the Walmart shooting. Uh, it just seems like yesterday, right? Uh, yeah, you man. know, this is this is like a 9-11 for us, you know, going through all those emotions. Uh, but this was right in our backyard. Yeah, dude, this and, one hit really uh, uh, close to us. You know, we've talked, we talk about, uh, we talk about it every year, just how that, that day uh, changed everybody's lives here and how it brought uh, the city together and we did uh you, we did the the prep one El Paso strong event that first year um and it seemed like it was the only it was it was the first thing taking a step back to normalcy uh in the city right because everything kind of seemed like it just shut down right people right. weren't going anywhere uh, nothing was happening. Football season was getting ready. So we so prep one decided, let's get the showcase. Let's get all these players from all these teams in, in all of El Paso County. Let's bring them together as one team, one family. Let's honor and remember the 23 victims and their families. And that's what we did. Um, pretty powerful stuff, man. Emotionally. Yeah. Uh, the kids out there, everybody getting along, you know, Jesse, Jesse talked, you talked, I spoke. Um, we had Robert Godinez from, from top view was out there. He said a few words. We had Bobby, uh, from raise the bar, all just giving the same yeah. message, right? It's great, dude. Football like, isn't everything. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. In the grand scheme of things, right. Maybe to us growing up, maybe to these kids, they really can't see past that. But, but tonight, Everybody truly, I really felt it this this year. Mm-hmm. There was no beefs going on. Nobody talking smack to each other. These kids were out there playing freeze tag. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, which is <laughs> awesome, man. It was awesome. Eighteen like, year old guys, you know, 16, 17 year old kids out there doing what kids do, man. Yeah. And you know, it was cool. Like you know, when, you know, to share with with our our listeners, Jay. Um, you know, I just I just told the kids, look. But competition is right around the corner. This time next month, you guys will be bumping his. But for tonight, for one hour, 
We're one team. We're one family. Yes, yes. We're here representing El Paso. We're remembering the victims. We're remembering the families and that heartache and that pain that they went through that we suffered as a yeah. city. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it's very emotional, man. It's Dude. very emotional, especially being in a setting um, with the lady on the hill. It was, uh, I'm glad that we got this going. I'm glad that Jesse and Prep One continue to do this, man. It's, it's, it's building into a great tradition here in El Paso. Dude, th- and these kids were so locked in. Like, you know, just yeah. going up there and talking. Um, it, it was just good to see all these kids. Like, there was no kids that thought they were better than... Then mm-hmm. like anybody there, they were locked in. They Dog, were, LJ, like LJ Martin was chopping it up with everybody, man. Yeah, you know, dude, and he's good. He's the biggest name in town right now, and the biggest dude in Golly. town. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just had him. We just had him in the studio. Yeah. Well, it was two weeks ago, but just to, like, if you're a kid wondering, like, where do I, where, where do I stand in the. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, against a D one guy, difference between me and somebody like like LJ. You go stand, go stand next, next to, to LJ. Him. Go stand next to him. Uh, even my wife was like, "I think LJ's thighs are bigger." And I've never met anybody with bigger thighs than you, Ed. She was like, "LJ got bigger thighs than you." Yeah, <laughs> he man, he's yeah, he's built different. So impressed, so impressed. We got to we got to talk and meet with uh, LJ's parents. Um, shook their hands, oh, chat a little yeah, bit. Fantastic, man. fantastic. Uh, we people. let them know how great of a job they've done with LJ, uh, bringing them up through the process. Man, you can tell why LJ is such a kid, good kid meeting his parents. Yeah, I mean, and they even broke it down to us. Of listen, the football thing is cool, but there's life after football, right? And him going to Stanford uh, is the right direction for him. It's it sets himself up for yeah. his future, and um, you know we 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 can go on and on about about that. But uh, I'm I'm most impressed. Yes, LJ is fast. Yes, <laughs> he can score touchdowns. Yes, yes he's a leader. Yes, uh, but um, I'm falling in love with the LJ off the field man and how how great a kid he is. Uh, it was really good. Uh, yeah. It was really good talking to him. Uh, talking to his parents uh, and uh, you know as always man we're going to be watching him very closely uh, cheering and rooting him on the, uh, for his senior year so I was like hey uh, you know like LJ come here man he was like what's up hey man uh, do you like being called Little John because I've kind of said Little John I heard, a you, of times, I heard right? you ask him and he was like yeah I don't I nah, don't, I don't not like really. But the, you know what he tell me? Huh? I tell you what, man. You go ahead and call me Little John. That's like you better not call like, him Little John, dog. Said, on overtime, he said that's like something between me and you, like, uh, like our bond okay, between me. And that's you. real. So don't be hating on that's me. That's real. I am kind of jealous. I am kind of jealous. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call him out like that. But you know, if he gave you the go ahead, me and LJ got this little bond right here. Oh, you about you know to hit a freestyle now too, me huh? And LJ, little hit John, little John. <laughs> To come <laughs> oh, that's Apollo, dog. LJ's dad and mom uh, would appreciate that. And shout out to them because they yes. have been longtime listeners uh, to the podcast. So thank you guys uh, for tuning in every week. Okay, so LJ was there. And obviously, dude. Who else, who else did you talk to, Jay? My guy. Who? My guy, dude, who? Mr. 70 Yarder. Oh, Mark Moore. Mark Moore. God, that's another dog. good looking kid. He man. probably put on 15, 20 pounds since the last he time we saw is, him. He is a little thicker. Yes. Yes. And uh, not and, in a bad way. 
Mm-mm. My man, my man from Anthony posted a picture on Twitter. Man, that wasn't a good angle, my dog. I've been working <laughs> hard too. That was a little depressing of a photo, my dog. But hey, and then J- how the- JV gonna hit me up and say, "Wow, man, I thought you'd been working out. You get your <laughs> monkey pox ass." <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah, he the first person oh. here on pass with monkeypox, man. Had COVID oh. ten times already, oh and he gonna call me god. out. It was the red polo I was wearing. It was at a bad angle. Oh my god, I can't believe you called a monkeypox. <laughs> Listen, man. Mark I, honestly, uh, Ray, uh, if you hear this, man, take that picture down, man. At least Photoshop it. <laughs> Right, Hernandez, man. Every, everybody gonna be looking on Twitter for that picture now. <laughs> Golly, hey, don't worry. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be suited and booted by August twenty sixth. Believe out that, right, Hernandez, man. Running uh, back, a lot, a lot of good uh, players, guys that we didn't know, right? Yeah, uh, my man from the Sleda. That oh. dude, receiver. What was his last name? I don't remember, but he was like six <sighs> four. He's a big dude, man. Hey, I think, and, and, and so I've, I've kind of heard, been following uh, Coach Martinez's son. I think he's a sophomore. Mm-hmm. He's going to be, he might be the quarterback this year for oh, the Indians. okay. And uh, he's been working, believe that, he's been working. And if he can throw it up, I know my man's going to run under and catch it. We'll get all the details and break that down because uh, there's going to be a lot of up-and-coming players. I mm-hmm. say this every year, right? All the guys that we're talking about now have established themselves. They balled out last year as underclassmen, right? Some of them coming back as juniors. Some yeah. of them coming back as seniors, right? There's those guys. There's those new guys that are waiting to explode onto the scene. A lot of them that we met and talked to tonight, man. Isaiah Claudio. Dude. Montwood. And I won't get into it because we're coming to the top running backs uh, today on this episode, Jay. But, whew, yeah. man, he looked nice. Dude, my dude, Jaden Wilson, was there. God. Me and Jaden were sitting next to each other in the stadium. And I said, listen, if these arms get in your way, my dog, you let me know. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no worries, Mr. Flores. Like, such a, <laughs> such a, such a good uh, kid, man. So, so I talked to Jaden. He's down to come on uh, on the podcast. So I, I want to get uh, Mark Moore in on the podcast, he's down. Anybody else you can think of? Some of these yeah. top players here um, that we could get on the podcast uh, before season starts. Um, you know what? I would like to talk to Speedy, man. And, yeah, and, and, no doubt. You know, just kind of get him in. And uh, Dude, Riverside went deep in the playoffs, my dog. They did. And they he did. was the leader of that team. And and plus, I think you and him have a little bit of history. We I have history. You know, it's history. Um, we do have history, man. But, but uh, uh this could be his year. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I would love to talk to Speedy. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because he's a baller, dude. He's a baller, and he's really exciting to watch. So, Gary and Speedy are confirmed. They're going to be on, so we'll have them on. Um, and then also Hector Hinojos, uh is is down to come in, and we'll probably get Ruben Rod in with him. All right. Yeah. Well, so we got we got a lot <laughs> we got a lot of catch it up, my dog. We're behind. Uh, yeah, we're, we're behind like weeks. three or four episodes uh, for this time of the year. But don't fret. We gonna be ready. We gonna get it right. Any other players uh, uh, tonight at the event uh, that that impressed you? Mm, uh, let me think. Right now, uh, I'll tell you what that Del Valle old line old lineman <laughs> with the bass uh, bass pro shop hat. 
He got a handshake like a grown man. That's a grown ass man. Yeah. That is a grown ass man. I hate to be on the other side of that guy. Yeah. He looks like he's a, uh, he, yeah, this dude can handle his own. <laughs> yeah. He's a big dude. Um, uh, the Violet good. Um, uh, the kid Jackson from Burgess looks really good. Yes. Looks like a really good athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, Defensive we'll end, I do. think. Right. Yeah, man, there was a lot of good players. We saw we saw Mountain View out there. Uh, yeah, we, we got saw Anthony. Talked talk to DJ Check. Uh, talked about uh, him getting the new job. Yeah, uh, you shout know, out to chatted DJ. with him. Um, you know, he he was he he's pl- trying to play catch up, man, because they just announced him uh, this earlier this month, right? Yeah. So he's trying to make moves, getting things right uh, uh, before the season. You know, he's not like. Uh, uh, our guy over at Socorro, who was named right after the season was over, DJ has you know sixty days uh, yeah. to get to get ready. So he's he's uh, uh, been tasked to to take care of that. Uh, but he's going to be fine, man. We met that quarterback. Uh, they were out there deep, man. Mountain View, that's a long... A I long don't know. Drive, Have you time. ever been to Mountain View? Yeah, it's right there by my job. Mm, I don't think I've ever been out to Mountain View. I mean, I've never been to a game, but I've been... Like, I know with the high What's school. What's it like? It's far. They got... Can you go fishing out there? Like, what... Damn, what dog, is they ain't <laughs> I don't know. You can see, like, hey, they are, like, in Fort know. Hancock or something, my dog. They're just... They're not. They're about hey. 40 minutes away. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> From here. So, Waco Tanks? Side. Past Waco Tanks? Nah, man. Not that far. Not that far. Okay. Hey, but let me tell you what else looked good was the Andrews Eagles, man. They were out there. Mm. Malcolm Anderson. How come we haven't talked about Elias Duncan? We have talked about Elias. I love Elias, man. He's a young, up-and-coming quarterback. Nah, he's one of the top guys, dude. We I know we haven't done quarterbacks yet, but Elias is one of the top returning guys. If we didn't say, I don't, I don't remember us mentioning him for top returning players. Uh, so we're gonna mention. I'm gonna mention him now, man. Elias yeah. Duncan uh, is the truth, man. He's yeah. the truth. I've been uh, talking to. Uh, the offensive coordinator over there at Andrus, uh, Chris Wells, and uh, he's been putting work in. Man, he his arm might be as strong as Mark Moore's right now. Mm. Okay. Right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love me some Elias Duncan. He's been working really hard, like you mentioned. Yeah. Um, but you know. He's got some good weapons on that side. Did you see some of them kids that came in? Yes, I did. Oh, Andrews, what are they known for? Speed, speed, speed. speed. And they got that. Yeah. So, uh, again, Andrews is going to be a team to play. Um, Andrews is in Ganathio's district? Yes. I need to, yeah, I need to look at that. Damn. I think so. Uh, El Paso High, speaking yes. to uh, Rudy Davila, who's uh, one of the Prep One photographers. He's also... Uh, the president for um, the uh, alumni uh, club or booster mm-hmm. club. He has some really great things to say. And, you know, Ray Aguilar is, is making steps uh, every year in that program. They have an up and coming, uh, a freshman running back uh, trying to break onto the scene. And he says the program's just moving in the right directions. Are they going to win district this year? Probably not. But he said they will get more wins this year than they did last year, and that's what you want to see. Ray Aguilar going into his third year at El Paso High. Yeah. Right? So you want to see those steps towards the ultimate goal and and to make playoffs and to win those district titles. That's all going to come. So I think in District 158 Division 2, I think top four go to playoffs. Okay. Right? So in this 
in this division, you got Conatheo, mm-hmm. Apasso High, mm-hmm. Andrus, Burgess, Chapin, Jeff. Ooh. So that is what six teams. Okay. So two teams will not make playoffs. There might be a possibility that El Paso High makes playoffs, dude. Don't count them Rudy, out. Rudy, he might be right this time. Don't count them out. And that plus this that time. damn ghost is back. So <laughs> who the hell knows what's going to happen? <laughs> hey, you can't hey, 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 shit on the damn picture. I, I kept looking up hey. in them damn windows, man. I swore hey. I saw something, man. Yo, you said that out loud, sir. <laughs> We're taking this photo, right? We're taking the El Paso Strong photo. And Ed's sitting on the opposite side of me. And Ed says, shoot, if that if that damn lady in that window comes out, I'm running. <laughs> I said, Claudia goes, damn me too. <laughs> I'm going to run too. I'm going to be in my car. Hey, so, yo, man, man. Everybody was here what you were saying, dude. It was too funny. I don't me. mess with that, man. But uh, before we go. I don't see go, nothing wrong. <laughs> before we go, man, uh, you know what? Like, there was a lot of good kids out there, and... Um, dude, like my boy, Daniel Sotelo from Anthony High, mm. he played, you know, like running back, wide receiver. Dude, he's playing it all uh, defense, kickoff return. He was everywhere. Like, he was like, Mr. Flores, do you have any advice? Because that's what these kids come up to us, right? Right. They come up to us, hey, uh, can we take a picture? Do you have any advice for, you know, for the next level? Is there is there is there anything in my huddle that I should take out? Do you think I should add anything? And just small advice here and there. Is there anything that you would tell everybody? Like, you know, again, we talk to a lot of coaches, right? Right. And a lot of coaches, one of the first things that they look at, you know, like when they open up a huddle, they don't want to see 10 huddle picks, right? Or, or, or like, like long videos, right? No. They want to see your explosive plays where you perform. Yeah. So, so I look at, so when, and I've talked about this for many years, Jay, uh, you know, I, I, I'm kind of on a micro scale of, of what the college, what the, what the D1, the D2, and the D3 coaches are doing with our kids here in El Paso, right? Because mm-hmm. we're, we're talking, this is what we do. We talk about the top players. We, we break down their huddle films. We look at them and see this guy has potential. You know, this guy looks like, uh, you know, he's not having a great season. This is why, right? We're going through all those things. When I pull up a, a kid's huddle account, he has about... 30 seconds. Right. He has about 30 seconds to impress me. If not, I'm on to the next kid. And it's the same uh, for Division One coaches. Uh, this this past spring, I was on campus at University of Texas, kind of doing an unofficial, unofficial thing uh, with the football program. And, and, and Coach Jake Longy was walking us around, and, and he was explaining the same thing. And I said, look, I look at these kids. If I'm not impressed in 30 seconds, I'm moving on. He's like, Ed... If I if I don't see the first or second play, if it doesn't impress me, I'm gone. That's maybe wow. 10, yeah. 12 seconds. So you got what gentlemen, when you're putting your huddle accounts together, you gotta have your best plays just to get them to stay on your huddle account, right? They wanna see your best plays, the first, second, third plays, right off the bat. And that is going to at least that's either going to grab their attention or they're going to move on. It's as simple as that. Yeah. The next step for those 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 players, for those athletes that do catch the attention of these coaches. Right. Same thing I do with my Stansberry certified guys. If I see a couple of plays and I like it, 
I want to see an entire game, right? Maybe an entire quarter. I don't have the time to break down an entire game uh, like some of these coaches. Some of these coaches don't even have that time, right? But I want to see what they're doing on off plays. I want to see uh, if it's a receiver. Is he? If it's a run play, is he blocking downfield till the whistle blows? Uh, what are they doing? If it's an offensive lineman, is he following the ball down the field? I'm looking at all these different things, not just what they're doing, um, not just what they're showing in this in the first couple of plays in the whole yeah. account. So that's kind of the process. Um, that I explain, you know, because I got kids and I got parents that reach out to me um, throughout the entire season, all season. And that's kind of what I say. That's kind of what I do, uh, explain to them. Right. So, guys, gentlemen, get your huddle account set up for now. Uh, best plays um, as 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 the season goes on and, and you get more dynamic plays, more explosive plays. Put those at the front of your huddle account. It's as simple as that. Yeah, man. So, I mean, that's some great advice, man. And some of the stuff I was telling him, and I was talking to Mr. Sotelo. He's like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm looking at, like, an NAIA school. I'm looking. Like, he's yeah. he's being realistic, exactly. right? Exactly. Which and is great. I, yeah, and I told him, listen, play everything you can play. Because once you talk to a coach and you have all the – coach, I can play anything. I can long snap. Be, I, I can, can do – I can oh. do everything. Oh, you're just it's Be great. versatile. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, great. he was like – he was like, you know, Mr. Flores, thank you very much. I said, just hit us up if you need anything. That's why we're here, right? Yeah, yeah. This is what we do. It's not about us. It's about helping out that next, like that next level of the kids coming out. Next generation. Next yeah. generation, my No dude. doubt. No doubt. Good but job, it was man. fun, man. It was fun. Uh, you know, now that you are on um, Nine Overtime, mm-hmm. uh, you will have speaking engagements uh, kind of threw you in there uh, tonight, and uh, you did a good job, man. Yeah, I, you know it's a little decent. I mean, it was I'll give real. you what does Rotten Tomatoes do? Five, five? I'll give you. I'll give you two or three. <laughs> Get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, ass out of here. <laughs> nah, you did good, bro. Awesome, man. Hey, listen. Today we got the top. Oh, top there we running go. Running backs. We're gonna nah, talk turn about. That out. We're gonna take a little break. But when we get back, man, E and I are gonna talk about the top returning running backs for 2022. Gia. The feel like. Hey. And we hit the feel like. Get ready, man. Yeah, dog. That got me hype. That's that new new yeah. for season three? Yes, it is. Uh, we ready? You still can't beat that, my dog. <laughs> it can't, man. But we hey, ready? Uh huh. Let's uh-huh. go ahead and get into the. You'd have been the dude in the locker room talking about <laughs> what before you before you became a starter. You would have been the dude in the locker room in the shower, so you get the echo. Been like, we ready? Like <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> 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 All right, let's go ahead and get into the top running backs, man. For 2022, the top returning running backs. Mm. Yo, this is a nice little list that we got here. These are your guys right here, my dude. Yeah, dude. It's a nice list. Uh, we got some good ones coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, hey, let's just be honest, man. We start off with Lil John. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lil John Martin. Uh, again, over 2,800 yards, 29 touchdowns, 400 yards receiving. Six touchdown receptions. He's he's done it all. Right? LJ, send us your all time stats. Um, 
Those numbers are probably pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. And he's doing it all for Conatheo, dude. And that's why I like Conatheo in that district. Uh, if there were any kids that were doubting LJ Martin and they saw him tonight, I tell you what, they ain't doubting him anymore. <laughs> and then he had the nerve to take off his shirt afterwards. I'm like, damn, dog. Hey, LJ, some of us are still trying to work out, man. Just <laughs> hey, shirt on, dog. That's what I look like, though, coming out of high school. Oh my don't God. even hate. Don't. You know I did. You did not look like you LJ know Martin I did. coming out of high school. You know Ain't I did. Ain't nobody look like LJ Martin coming you out of high school. You know I did. Oh, hell no. You ain't Pull out like that VHS tape and you watch it, You did not man. look like LJ Pull Martin coming out Pull up the VHS tape, man. I was all over Borderland Blitz. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, man, LJ Martin, he's my number one running back coming into the 2022 season. Again, man, um, quarterback, I think they're going to probably kind of uh, struggle a little bit, but you got LJ in the backfield. LJ will kick off return. He'll, man, he'll do kickoff return. LJ he'll can the hand ball the ball to you. himself and run it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're probably right about that. But, um, who, who else you got, dog? These are our top running backs here in the 915 here in El Paso. El Chuco. Mi corazón. Got to go with my man from Andrews High School, Malcolm Anderson, over 700 yards, 14 touchdowns, 900 yards receiving. Mm. Uh, he did it all for Andrews. Even, dude, you know what? I didn't even, I just happened to look today. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about him on the defensive side, dude. 50, he, Malcolm's on defense too? 50 tackles, four interceptions. Wow. <laughs> and a kickoff return. He probably got two, but I know for sure one of them. We were there, like, against Parkland. Okay, uh, this just came to mind. Okay. Best backfield quarterback running back in El Paso has to be Andrus High School. Elias Duncan, Malcolm Anderson? No. Who's better than that? Okay, so, okay, probably not better, but really good and competes for, like, Tied for number one. Okay. Jose Guardado and Ooh, Angel Munoz. You're right. You're right. Listen, I love yes. my guys at Andrews, dude, but yeah. listen, Angel and Jose got this one two combo. Down. That's pack. hard, dude. Yeah. And they went into regionals. And dog. they've been doing it for a couple of years, man. Yeah. You yeah. can't. Uh, I no mean, doubt. but again. Good choice. Elias, I would say, I would say Riverside, the- Riverside, Andrews, one and two. Until somebody else proves us wrong. Yeah, and the number three is going to deal. Uh, that's LJ and LJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, who does the quarterback <laughs> That's going to be LJ and Little John is going to be the quarterback and running back. Uh, All right, let me move on. Uh, just like I mentioned, Jose Guardado from Riverside High are School. Are these in any order? What, would you put um, LJ at the top? I mean, I'm putting LJ at the top. Oh, you going to put Jose Guardado over my man Jaden Wilson? Well, I'm hearing that Jose is going to probably play a lot more slot this year. Uh, he had a great he had, listen. He had a great year last year. He's gonna be in the backfield. He's gonna be in the backfield. But I tell you what, talking to Gary Recorder, and I'll let him share that when we have him on the episode. But they got some up and coming dudes, so they have the flexibility. Yes, to put Jose out in slot, put him out wide. You might yeah. even see Speedy out at wide. Actually, mm. you could count on it. Uh, you'll see him out there. So a lot of exciting things. Uh, because these these running backs are so versatile. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. All right, let me move on. Um, if we're going to somewhat go in order. So I just put my number one. 
That was just my number one. Okay. Everybody else is kind of falling in place a little there are bit. There are our top guys. Yeah. yeah, these are our top guys. And you can't forget Austin Heis, Jaden Wilson. Yes. 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns. Jaden is a huge human being. Dude. He's another guy that passed the eyeball test. Yes. You wonder why he got he made that commitment to UNM or how UNM offered. When you saw him out there tonight, his, his hamstrings were falling out the back of his damn shorts, man. <laughs> <laughs> but between him and LJ, uh, man, and me in third place, I don't know. <laughs> oh my where's my where's my Wilson, man? Hey, Jaden Wilson is a grown man, dude. He is, he is dude. dude he, so me and so me and Jaden Wilson again, the bond that us running backs got. Mm. Uh, you mm. know, we're doing the El Paso strong and yeah mm. i said hey Jaden, if these guns get in your way my dog let me know he said oh no yes sir dude what a great kid dude yeah Jaden's what a good. great kid i've gotten to know Jaden uh very well over this summer I had him over to the house uh really good kid man uh unm is getting a great uh a great person and a great athlete for sure all right let's move on um so i'm gonna talk about isaiah isaiah Beasley. i think he's gonna play it um, probably more slot this year, but dude, last year, 1400 yards, 14 touchdowns. I don't know how you keep him out of the backfield with numbers like that. Yeah. The starting running back is what I'm hearing is Anthony Carrillo, mm. 700 yards, five touchdowns. He's doing it big. They're going to get some weapons for Eric Ortiz out there. Right? That, sounds so like, got, that sounds like Parkland got options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Lay's got some, uh, dude, he's got some promising kids out there, dude. Nice. Um, so, yeah. So I'll talk about both of them. I like Isaiah. Dude, he was, he was one of our top running backs start at the beginning of last year. Yeah. Kind of fell off. I think it was mostly due to an injury that knocked him out for uh, most of the season. But, uh, man, he's been putting in the work. Uh, been following him on Twitter and uh, watching his workouts and different things that he's posting. Uh, some of these camps he's been to. This dude is primed and ready to go this year. Talking to him tonight, man, he's excited. He's hungry. He's hungry. And you know when a kid when a kid has that hunger, Jay, any thing is possible that was one of the messages that i that i was talking to to, to guys like lj and Jaden wilson right don't lose that hunger just because it's your senior year just because you're already committed go out there and take it to the next level show these guys why you are going to a d1 next year man and I, isaiah claudio if he has that type of season that i think he is man he's gonna be a nut he, we're gonna be adding him to the list uh, of guys going off and playing uh, D1 next year. Uh, you're talking about Jaden Wilson, right? Uh, Jaden Wilson, Isaiah Claudio. Oh. I'm talking about all of them. Okay, guys. I was waiting for you to talk about my dude, Isaiah Claudio, because when this dude got to talking, my dog, hey. Isaiah Claudio got some thighs on my guy. Hey. And he was breaking down the Spanish all over that bad boy. Hey, Isaiah, he's a real one. He's a good-looking running back, man. Um, I was talking to him. I thought Diego was going to play and probably share the rock with him. You're talking about Diego Oaxaca, yeah? But he's mm-hmm. like, nah, man. I'm, I'm a, nah. It's me, my dog. And I said, hey, perfect, man. Yeah. Best of luck to you. He had some great uh, stats last year. I know that he got injured. He did. He got injured for a little bit, right? Yeah. 
he played seven games last year, 500 yards, five touchdowns. You can't go wrong with that in a seven-game period. But, hey, I'm excited for the uh, Mountwood Rams. Mm-hmm. Coach Farmer going to have them right. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move over. Uh, I've got one more on my list, and I think you've got a couple. I'm going to finish out with Anthony High School's Ray Hernandez. 1,900 yards, 21 touchdowns. Ooh, way. He put up some numbers last year. Uh, yeah. One of my Stansberry certified guys. Actually, all of these guys, minus Isaiah Claudio, are all Stansberry certified. Uh, Ray Hernandez, man, had a good conversation with him tonight. Uh, he was all over the highlights, right? He was, uh, I think, at one point leading the state uh, in rushing. Yeah. This guy is a game changer. He's the one that you want the ball in his hands when the game's on the line. He is going to make or break it for for the team. And, uh, you know, Ray being out in Anthony, uh, I'll share with you what I, what I said to him. I said, Ray, you're out here in Anthony, right? I said, Ray, you got to be twice as good as the players in El Paso. You got to be twice as good to show up and to get love, right? Mm -hmm. And he has done that. And I said, look, you had a tremendous year as a junior. You're coming back for your senior season. I said, this year has to be even better than, than last year. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And he was all about the challenge, man. Um, I love, I love Ray. Uh, watching his film last year, seeing how his he has such great vision on the field. You know, not the biggest guy, but he runs like he's a big guy. Jay reminds me a lot of you uh, back in that Irvin backfield back in the day. Uh, Ray Hernandez is somebody he's going to lead this team, Anthony, man, and they're going to have a great season because of him for sure. All right, man, and I've got. Let me look at my list real quick. I think that's all I got for mine, dude. Who uh, else you so got those, on those are our top returning guys. Uh, Jay, obviously, uh, we talked about it in the opening, in the warm-up. Um, you know, there's guys that we haven't talked about. Uh, here we go again with the mixed beats, dog. <laughs> Just making sure you're ready, man. Making sure you're ready. Uh, but uh, let me let me talk about this guy right here, Jordan Morales. And we've already mentioned him in season, I mean, episode one and two. Uh, Jordan Morales, uh, Franklin High School. He's going to be uh, the number one running back. One That's of the, a track star, right? Yeah, he's one of the fastest kids here in El Paso. Uh, same classification as Shea Smith. He's going to be going into his junior year. Uh, this guy could could be uh, finish the, the, the year with the most uh, rushing yards here in El Paso, man. Damn. That's just how, what kind of speed he has. Um, so we'll see uh, what Coach Walker uh, has in store for him. Uh, we met some of the offensive linemen, uh, mm-hmm. some, some of the other receivers uh, for Franklin tonight. But uh, uh, Jordan Morales, man, he is, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, man, listen out. Remember that name for this 2022 season. All right, and who else you got on the up and coming list, man? I know. Um, so so Quincy Estrada, quarterback for El Dorado, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about him. He's going into his senior year. Well, he has a younger brother uh, that uh, has been who catching some attention at some of these camps around Texas, and uh, uh, so listen for uh, that Estrada last name in the backfield. Uh, playing as a true freshman, uh, Coach Martinez, you know, I'm sure he's going to see and evaluate him uh, through training camp and, and see how he measures up uh, with uh, with the older guys. 
but uh, from everything that I'm hearing, uh, Estrada is destined uh, for greatness. And, uh, you know, come August 26th, we'll find out uh, how real it is. Yeah. Before we go, I did want to mention, because, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of liking this uh, this whole 6A division this mm-hmm. year a little bit more than before. Um, but I was talking to Mark Moore. Dude, I, I they have up-and-coming running back. Okay. Uh, I know last year that uh, we had Cesar Drennan out there at running back, but uh-huh. then they got a kid, uh, Brian Promessi, I think is his name. Oh, okay. Uh, he's a junior coming up. Uh, he says he's got the juice, man. Really? He says he's clean, so... You get Mark Moore quarterback. You got uh, you got Miranda, right? Shoot, we met uh, Little Dumas tonight as we well. Little Dumas, he's going to be out at uh, slide at receiver, maybe on the other side of Miranda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Moore said uh, uh, Dumas going to have at least a thousand yards receiving this year. Mm. Wow, that's real. That's real. Yeah. So that's all I got for the top running backs. I'm sure there's going to be that one sleeper that's going to kind of catch up on us. And you know what? We're, we are excited for that. We like that. We like for that one guy that says, you know what? You guys didn't talk about me preseason. Exactly. Well, Prove then us. come out and show it, man. Prove yeah. us wrong, man. Yeah. So shout out to all those top returning running backs for the 2022 season. Let's talk real quick, E, before we close out. This is the 30th year, man, for the uh, Great El Paso Football Showcase. Special, special time, special game for us, man. Talk a little bit about what's going to happen this year. Dog, can you believe it's 30 years we played in the third. Damn. <laughs> Yo, as is old. I mean, you played in the third. I played in the 13th. <laughs> you old ass. <laughs> no, Jay. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. This is our 30th anniversary of the Greater El Paso Football Showcase. I just wrote the article for the Ultimate Football Guide for KTSM uh, talking about the 30th anniversary and all the festivities. Uh, that we got planned, Jay. So first and foremost, uh, being the 30th anniversary, we are going bigger and badder than we ever have before. Um, uh, The game is going to be on December 17th over at the SAC. Uh, Think of uh, it's going to be the Showcase Palooza. We're going to have jumpy balloons. It's going to be a carnival-type atmosphere. Uh, We're going to have an alumni test set up for any participants that ever been involved in the game. There's going to be tailgating. Uh, everything is going to be on. There's going to be music. There's going to be mariachi. Everything you can imagine mm. to celebrate the 30 years and the vision that our founding director, Ed Pfeiffer, had in establishing this all-star game to bring more attention, to give our kids more opportunity, give them a platform to show what they can do on the field so they can go and continue and get their higher education and continue to play the sport they love also we got two things working man and i don't want to jinx myself but maybe one of our coldest zone listeners can help this come to reality we're trying to get khalid to perform at halftime show we got the things in motion we're working with his foundation we're trying to get him if his schedule aligns and he's usually here Around Christmas, around that time, December 17th, we are trying to get Khalid to do a couple of songs at the sack here in his hometown to bring it home. How crazy would that be, J-Flo? 
It'd be like a welcoming because remember we met Khalid at the sack. At the sack. Before anybody knew who he was. I was like, yo, I don't know, but I could just see it. My man's gonna make it. Exactly. <laughs> yo, Your location, let's man. Get, let's get Khalid back, man. I think he would love. Honestly, I think he'd be honored to do this. If there's anybody out there that can help help us with this, give us a shout. It's me and Bo Bagley, Vice President of the Paso Sports Commission. We're working on this, trying to make it happen. If you can help us make this come to reality let's talk please reach out to me and i will love you forever but uh certainly we want to have a big bash a big halftime show khalid would be our first choice we're looking at other talent um that uh, that would be willing to come into town but uh, that's the plan for the 30th anniversary jay uh we have a whole campaign uh, that we're gonna kick off we got t-shirts we got a new logo we're branding for the 30th anniversary uh we have a press conference set up for that first week uh, week one of high school football where we're going to make a few announcements. Um, coach Scott Brooks has stepped down as a head coach for the Blue Thunder. So we're going to be announcing mm-hmm. uh, the newest coach uh, for Blue Thunder and so much more exciting news uh, for the showcase. The Godfather, Rick Hernandez, myself, Jay Flo, you're on that committee. Uh, let me shout out to our committee, too, man, because we we started meeting this summer. Typically, we don't start meeting till maybe uh, mid-September, and uh, we had our first meeting back in June, uh, if you can believe that. But uh, that's how serious we are about making this 30th anniversary very special uh, for El Paso and for all of the people that have come through uh, the Greater El Paso Football Showcase, whether you're a football player, band member. Cheer, dance, choir, JROTC, sports media, mascots, all of you. If you have participated in the game, we're going to have a section set up on our website, GEPFS.org. That's GEPFS.org. We're going to have an alumni section. Go in there and register uh, so we have your information and can send out all the details for the alumni tent pregame. It is going to be a party you don't want to miss. Mm. That's a lot of information. Damn. We, we done broke down, that man. That just came out, man. Hey, it was nice, man. But this was our Slow Jam episode, man. Ooh, you yeah. We got to close out with this, my dog. Yeah. What well, a let great me, week, man. Yeah. Hey, great episode, Jay. Season uh, three, episode three. 21,000 downloads. Um, man, we got some great listeners out there. Remember, don't keep us a secret. Tell your friends. Tell me your family. Tell your teammates. Download the Coldest Zone podcast on your favorite podcast application. For Ed Stansberry and Jason Flores, that is episode three. We'll see y'all next week. Chill. I'm going to sing. I'm going to stay wild and sing this. <laughs> Leave my mic on. Tyrese, a real one for this. Yeah. East Dance. Take over. Come on, man. Now, any other day, I would play cool that I can't find. Cause I want you. See, I'm hooked on how you like your style. And I wanna talk just a little while. I never. Here I go. Sweet lady, will you be 
Would you be my sweet love on?